Howdy, y'all. Welcome to the Tesla Live. We've got a show you can hang your hat on today. Because, have you heard? There's about to be a rodeo in Austin. And it ain't any old rodeo. It's a cyber rodeo. Up the cyber. Yes. Hello, everybody. And welcome to the Tesla Life. Show number two to the eighth minus eight. <laughs> you might have been told there was no math today. You're wrong. So you might have noticed that I'm not your usual host, Mark Coglin. Mark is in Austin, I assume, enjoying some good Texas barbecue and trying to get a ticket to the big event tomorrow. So if we're lucky, Mark will pop in for a minute and, minute and tell us what he's up to. Until then, let's uh, on with the show. So this is a special episode, a very special episode. It's our fifth year anniversary yeah so the fifth year anniversary gift is wood i'm sure there's some joke in there uh so would you click the like button for us <laughs> that'd be a great gift it'll help <laughs> others find our little community so uh let me introduce our panel today we have mr casey green tesla owner youtuber and super duper supercharger reviewer it's me doing, casey oh you know just rearranging the office it's not done yet so it's going to look different again on the next show but that's all right. Uh, I got a chance to uh, interview a uh, brand new Rivian owner, and I popped awesome. that up on the channel. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then um, my camera. Uh, I told you guys that my my car was going back into service, so my my camera's coax cable on the driver's pillar camera was crushed from the factory. Ooh. And they finally cool. agreed that, uh, that that the car's complaining and my complaining and the software just quitting was not all in our heads. And they replaced the <laughs> coax cable, but. You know, to do that, you got to take the whole interior of the car out, and Ooh. oh, I can see why they didn't want to do it. But uh, they're like, "Yeah, you're out of warranty. You're way out of warranty." I'm like, "Yeah, but if you look back on day two, we've been complaining about this for four years." And right. guys, yeah, but this is your last free service. Don't expect any more free service from us unless it's a warranty um, um, recall. Recall, yeah. I was like, "Okay, okay." I wasn't asking for anything other than this. I wasn't asking for anything else free. I mean, I'm over right. twenty thousand miles out of warranty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. And so uh, I am your other host for today, and Patrick, and I blog at carswithcords.net. And uh, we've, we're going to do things a little different today. Taste, Casey and I are just going to ping pong back and forth and uh, talk to Mark when, when he's uh, available. And uh, is he in the room, waiting room, Casey? I don't know. Did you hear a ring? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard a ring too. Look at that. Okay. Cool. Hello, Mark. Hey, Mark. <laughs> Welcome to your show. <laughs> right. <laughs> How are things in Austin? He's muted nope. himself. Yeah, we can't hear you. <laughs> no, no volume. Oh, I guess they don't have internet in Austin. <laughs> He's not on a Starlink. <laughs> He's not on a Starlink. Oh, speaking of Starlink, mine is on the way. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's very cool. If I'll keep it because they raise the price monthly and the price of the unit. So we'll mm -hmm. see if it fits in the budget. But uh, this this uh, dead spider behind me here has got uh, capability of running uh, two ISPs at once. So, oh, that's a spent. cool feature. Yeah. <laughs> That'd give you a lot of bandwidth. Exactly. You can do, you can do um, round robin, failover, uh, mix and match. Very cool. So we'll try it all. That's a complicated uh, problem. The, you have out of order issues and other things. And yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Has Mark come back yet? He's still, he's still. All right. So uh, you want to go first, Casey? Or you want me to go first? Oh, I loaded all your stories at the top. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, all right. Okay. So uh, I'll go first. All right. Um, and the one I wanted to talk about is uh, Tesla officially, official sales data shows that Tesla is outselling the Toyota Camry down under. So uh, this is so really? far in 2022. This story comes to us from thedriven.io. Um, and this is according to VFAX data, which I never heard of, but the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries for the first time has shown these results of Tesla outselling both the car that's closest to them in their sec in their um, segment, which is the BMW 3 Series, by six to one. 
So the, yeah, outselling the, <laughs> the three series by a factor of six, uh, and they're outselling the Camry. So this is this is what we've been waiting for, right? The time yes. when EVs go from just being a niche to being the mainstream vehicle, and uh, for all the reasons that we know and love being part of the Tesla community, uh, they're fast, they're fun, they're cheap to fuel, uh, energy uh, sovereignty. Whatever your your reason for coming and, to this and party, flexibility is of energy sovereignty, like yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So if if you want to power it by solar or wind or even coal or natural gas, I'm not sure why you'd want to do that. Or you want to throw we should a, be moving beyond fossil fuels? Yes, or or you throw a um, you throw a, a turbine out in your local stream. Right. Yes, hydro is another great way. Yep. Uh, lots and lots of campfire. options to make electricity, <laughs> uh, un unlike uh, fossil fuel. If you're running a gas car, that it runs on gas. I mean, there's not a lot of alternatives. I guess there's some biofuel options, but um, if you if you if you look into that, it's really not scalable. Um, the amount of land that's that would be required to replace the fuel system that we have today for it, it, it would it would we would need like three more Earths. And that's just uh, not an option. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Mark Watney did grow some stuff on Mars, right? No, uh, fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. So uh, that was uh, just something cool I wanted to, to share. Six and uh, Yeah. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Yeah. And it's... Uh, when we saw way back in 2017 or whenever the Model 3 event was, hey, there's Mark. I can hear you now. Hey, Mark. Hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> uh, well, I've had to move around within the hotel. Get a good signal. Because uh, <laughs> Wi-Fi isn't a great it's in the room. So I'm, I'm down in the lobby. Oh, OK. <laughs> So it's going to be a little bit loud. That's all right. We have a joke called it Weefy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So interesting thing happened uh, when my plan was to be in Austin today. Yeah. I, of course, was trying to get uh, a ticket uh, right. to either the real event or the Tesla Con event. Uh, the real event, I wasn't able to get a ticket. Um, so I went online and ordered the Tesla con ticket mm -hmm. and it said everything was good. And then, um, I never got the ticket response to my email. Uh -oh. So, you know, I thought, well, maybe just backed up and I waited a little while and I, I checked on it a few hours later and all of a sudden the website showed there were no more tickets available. Oh, so I went back to my order form to see if I could uh, see it. And I noticed my credit card had not been charged for the money. And it turned out that I had submitted the order in the middle of it running out of tickets. Oh, oh no! Just missed it. Moments. So too I late. just missed it by seconds. Did they and uh, they wouldn't give me another ticket. They said they said, of course, I could if I wished. Um, I could. Uh, go there and hope that they had another bank of tickets they released just before the event, uh, which is happening on the 8th. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as I was doing this with a vacation with my wife as well, so yeah. <laughs> I thought, you know what? It's probably not a good idea to hinge it all on possibly getting a ticket or tickets and then getting nothing and then being stuck outside looking through the glass. So I decided that uh, I would uh, forego that and our vacation would happen as normal. So tonight I sit in Nashville speaking with you. That's oh. a little ways off from Texas. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's about a days away. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, so we got a couple of, uh, we got a couple so of good comments on that. Hockey Day said, be a speaker. JT so said, dang. And Mark yeah. and uh, and um, and David said, "Mark, yes, yes. man, if Mark if the Tesla Life can't get tickets, what is the world coming to?" <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that would have been your end. You should That's have been said, on the David. speaker yeah. list. Then, then you get in for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so disappointment. Um, 
I've been watching from afar uh, through the social medias and, and it looks like people are having a blast. Uh, I saw today that the Cybertruck had shown up. Uh, there's been photos of it testing, driving around uh, uh, the Texas factory. That's true. And uh, that was kind of interesting to see. We've had uh, people, uh, of course, a number of the different uh, YouTubers are there, personalities. And uh, they're getting together uh, for different events here and there. Uh, and it certainly looks like it's a bit of a party. So I'm disappointed I can't be there, but circumstances are what they are. Uh, so you just got to roll with the changes. Yeah. And there's Casey with the buckle. Yes, yes. <laughs> and of course, that was another story. A Model S, I don't know if you guys saw this photo, but a Model S was spotted in the parking lot that had that buckle embedded in its trunk lid. Oh, huh. So people were like checking that out uh, with the photos where the T logo is. Exactly. Replaced oh. with the buckle embedded actually in the trunk lid flush. They must have shaved it down pretty good to get that. I would think there was a lot of work required. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, there are a couple so, of, uh, of, of big I, names I, that didn't get in. I was, I was surprised the amount of people who couldn't get into both the Tesla yeah, the, and the Tesla in, Con. In fact, I, I even heard that for the, the rodeo event that uh, Tesla sent out a lot of uh, asking for RSVPs a second time from people that had already RSVP'd the event. So it mm. seemed like there was a whole batch of people that were being asked to re-RSVP after they had already done and got accepted. So they seemed to be having some ticketing issues themselves. Wow. You'd think that this wasn't the first time they've done this. <laughs> they have a party for everything, and they just got done doing this in Berlin you weeks think. ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wonder if they're um, restricting the number of uh. people that can attend uh, just so that that doesn't become a super spreader event. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah. The not being a super spreader event, not it'd be nice right. to be. Super... <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's it's certainly interesting uh, what's going on. Another bit of news, of course, that uh, we received uh, just over the past two days, is that uh, Elon has purchased a huge amount of shares. Uh, almost 10% in Twitter. And the, the yep. tweets that he had said previously about, is there a new social network required? Uh, it seems uh, that he had something in mind all along. And uh, anyway. he, uh, he spent billions uh, yeah. to, uh, to get the, those, uh, uh, those shares. And also, shortly after his purchase, Twitter admitted him to the board of directors for Twitter. So on, on the condition like, that he don't uh, he don't uh, try to uh, buy more, <laughs> right? He couldn't go over fifteen percent because then it could become a hostile takeover. So uh, that <laughs> is very interesting, interesting. and of course the and of course the memes uh, that have come from that are quite amusing, showing Twitter's first board meeting with Elon in place, and there's a picture of all these guys in business suits, and there's uh, that. Uh, that Mario character that, uh, yeah, that Wario. he was on Saturday Night Live sitting. <laughs> yeah, Wario yeah. sitting there. So that was, that was hilarious. Yeah, and then it got even more interesting than that is uh, Ms. Wu. Uh, she, she, she had uh, either interacted with or, or, or touched a tweet that, uh, that had some wrong numbers about uh, Elon and, and how much money he has and, and how much he was spent on Twitter versus uh, free school or whatever. And, 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 there was a fact check underneath it, very much as if uh, or when our previous president would, would put falsehoods out there and it would fact check him in the middle of his tweet. It was fact checking the tweet and she's like, this doesn't look good. This guy just bought in and, and, and... <laughs> it's, it's supposedly a new feature. And it, it, if, if it's applied evenly, it looks like it'll be pretty cool. But uh, it was kind of interesting that the, the same uh, person who was complaining about whether or not Starlink in Ukraine was real, all of a sudden got a fact check. <laughs> box on her on her screen right yeah yeah this is going to backfire on him oh, i yes. think oh yes because uh, <laughs> exactly. now anytime something like this happens there's gonna there's gonna be this question about was he able to influence this uh to get his way because he's the largest shareholder yeah. and uh i don't know I, I and and the he made another comment saying he's a free speech absolutist 
Well, if you're an absolutist on anything, then you are not being rational about it. Right. There should be some limits to speech. You can't yell fire and, in a crowded theater. Exactly. There's a perfectly uh, good... Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, that, that just makes you a fanatic. And um, we've also seen that he doesn't take criticism well, which if you were a free well. speech absolutist, <laughs> you would say like, oh, I'm glad you have your opinion and you get to share it here. Um, and then you might say, I disagree with it and you're wrong. But but uh, yeah, an absolutist doesn't attack somebody for sharing an opinion. Um, there's anyway, it's also the yeah. matter that free speech only applies between your government and you, not yes. you and other people or businesses. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Um, Twitter has uh, a platform that they can do with what they want as a private business. They The, the, the First Amendment does not apply to them. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, even though I think he should focus on other things. Yes. But that's just my opinion. And <laughs> there, was, uh, there was speculation he that, that he exposed himself to, um, to market manipulation by, by buying it after talking all the, uh, like, remember he did the poll and said a bunch of bad stuff about Twitter, and then all of a sudden we find out he's buying in? Uh, I think that he may be a little bit more insulated from it than suggested, because this was going back through January, and all those polls and stuff were in March. <laughs> so I don't right. know. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, you only have to disclose if you own 5%, more than 5% of something. And so, right. I mean, if he started buying in January, he could have bought 2% or 4%. And then only after the poll bumped it up to this level where he could get a board seat. And uh, so, uh, and, and that's kind of what he did with the earlier question where he put out the poll about should he sell tesla stock well he was required to sell some of it and he had been selling what he was required to and then he sold more than that based on the yeah. poll so it could have oh, been the same thing with more. twitter right yeah, yeah like i'm gonna buy some i'm gonna try to influence it the way that i think it needs to go but should i buy more was based on the poll results so uh, i've got a story about uh, this one's coming from drive tesla canada it says that cattle is getting close catl is getting closer to opening up its EV battery plant in Germany. What else is in Germany that just opened up that might use some <laughs> cattle batteries? Well, uh, how about the standard range Model Y, right? So uh, speculation for me is that, that cattle is, is, is opening up so they can be close to their, one of their larger customers and be ready to supply Tesla with some uh, lithium-ion phosphate batteries, lithium-iron phosphate batteries to, uh, to go into uh, the, the vehicles there, structural back or not. What yeah. Do think about that. That makes perfect sense to me. Tesla is a huge customer of theirs. Tesla has a new factory. They should build something right next, as close as they can get so that shipping costs are low. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it, it seems like they're getting, uh, they're getting through the, uh, the, the red tape a lot faster than Tesla did. So they, they announced that they have received their second partial approval for battery production in, uh, I'm going to, butcher this pronunciation, Arnstadt uh, Thuringia in Germany. Cool. Yeah, and we know uh, Germany can have a lot of It's kind tape. of interesting, kind of interesting also that uh, here, in, you know, in, uh, in Texas, where they're about to open it tomorrow, it seems like we haven't really got the final uh, discussion about what variant of the Model Y is going to be released. It's, we still really don't know. The one tomorrow or the one in Germany? The one tomorrow. That's a very good question. Yeah. Probably a performance model. I mean, it's the Tesla way, right? Most profit. Because of course you remember about the, the, the EPA rating that yeah. was released about a, another variant. I wonder yeah. if that is somehow mixed into what's happening tomorrow in Texas. I'm not sure. Right. I'm guessing it could be, because that, it could new... be that the, the model the model Y is going to be just the regular one uh, with you know of course the 4680 battery pack. Maybe that's the only difference. But uh, we're we're kind of waiting. Everyone's waiting to hear any information on that. Yeah, because they yeah. were saying that um, the the they have the new one that came out, which was the dual motor standard range, and then they have the rear motor standard range. Neither of which had a price because they weren't on sale, but they're both approved, so maybe they do come from Texas. And um, let's see, Hockey Day pointed out that 
that other German automakers need batteries, so they, they, they can't turn down good batteries, right? And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and he says that, uh, that uh, Germany's Tesla doesn't look like it has structural battery. That is true. The first structural battery is coming out of Austin. Uh, the first right. mass-produced one, anyway. I'm, I'm sure they've had a bunch of them all over the world because that's how Tesla runs. But uh, the first mass-produced that's going to be going into a customer's hands is coming out of Texas. And uh, I want die-cast for the front, piece-cast for the front. <laughs> yeah, have, have they one piece even um, sent the, the big presses that they need from IDRA to Germany yet to, to make this? So. Think so they might have sent some of the the rear casters over, but I don't I don't think they sent the, the giga presses, just the uh, the mm-hmm. regular mega presses. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so yeah, this is just one of many questions for what's going to happen at the uh, Cyber Rodeo. Um, are we going to see Cybertruck updates? Uh, which which variant of Model Y? What what else is hidden up their sleeve? Um, will there be Roadster updates? Um, Lots of lots of uh, unanswered questions. Tomorrow should be a very exciting day. Lots of great news is going to be coming out of this uh, event. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. Just Definitely. like like Mark said, I wish it was a little bit smoother. <laughs> and of course, if you want to keep up with, if you want to keep up with what's going on, of course, follow the Tesla Life on the Twitter feed as well as the Facebook feed, and uh, you can see all throughout the weeks as as stories break. We post them so you can be uh, first on the list to see uh, what we find out. When news breaks, we fix it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how can they point out they have four presses? I think those are the, still the, the mega press. I don't think they're the, the giga press yet. Um, and Mark in Austin, Texas. Uh, Mark is in uh, where in Tennessee, Mark? Nashville. 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 Yes, they've got a couple of nice superchargers out that way. Earlier this morning, I was I was in a place I've never heard of. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Uh, Pigeon Forge. There too. Uh, they've got Tennessee. a nice supercharger there too. <laughs> ever heard of that? Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yes, the supercharger some... review has actually, been there. If they actually, have a supercharger. I was, I was at that supercharger this morning, Casey, and yeah. I had a conversation with three other people uh, while we were all getting charged. Uh, one from Minnesota, another one from uh, Illinois, and a third one from Florida. Were they all going uh, to Texas? No. Oh. They were all uh, just visiting Pigeon Forge. Uh, all right. They were there on vacation as I was. So uh, it, was, it was interesting. It, we had a great talk. Uh, spread uh, the Tesla news and uh, uh, talked about uh, different uh, options. Uh, and they even had some questions that I was able to help uh, a couple of them with. So uh, awesome. it was great uh, meeting them and uh, having a great conversation uh, while we supercharged. Well, that was Tesla probably, time. The, probably the, the highest number of people that have ever been at that supercharger at once. <laughs> 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 Maybe. <laughs> yes. All right, so we talked about Elon and Twitter, so I'm going to go ahead and close that article down. And, uh, and that one was saying that, um, that Elon started buying in January, and that was the gist of the article. Uh, Tesla's hoping to restart production at Giga Shanghai on Friday, but new lockdowns might make that difficult. And, right. Uh, uh, it's, it's the same thing we've learned every single time. We just throw the doors open and say, ah, oh, yes, we're getting back to normal and... Uh, Everything's back. The, the virus is gone, and, and then it bites us hard. It starts cascading around the world. I don't know how we don't see this every time, but um, China's going through it again. Uh, we we saw this last last week, week before. We started talking about how Tesla had the employees living in the factory for two days at a time, uh, and apparently that's not enough anymore. And I, I do wish them health and and, and 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 safety, but the reality is this is. The virus doesn't care what we want. It only cares if we right. give it a vector. And we've yes. given it plenty of vector. <laughs> yeah, so... Keep uh, in mind, uh, people. Go ahead, Mark. Keep in mind that uh, you may be done with COVID, but COVID is not done with you. So be safe out there. Exactly. Well said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so this is, you know, 25,000, 30,000 cars that Tesla won't be able to produce. And, um, you know, that's a shame, but it's better than people getting COVID and dying. So uh, if this is what it takes to 
help uh, make people safe, um, then a temporary shutdown is the right thing to do. Yeah, and as we saw uh, at the beginning of the month, six days ago, uh, that didn't actually affect, uh, well, it did affect, but it didn't actually stop Tesla from setting new records both at that factory and worldwide. Exactly. How is that not one of our stories? Let me bring it up real quick. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, 310,000 vehicles in Q1. Something like that. Here, I'm pulling it up right now. Let's, let's do a screen share. Uh, screen share. Welcome to a live show, everybody. Right? <laughs> Improv, so, baby. <laughs> without Mark here to run the show, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> so so for the first quarter of 2022, uh, SNX saw uh, 14,724 deliveries with 14,218 in production. And Model 3 and Model Y saw 295,324 sales with uh, 291,189 uh, built. Mind you, the factory was shut down for a significant amount of time, and uh, the other three factories are still having trouble filling the filling the, uh, the production queue because supply constraints. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad they don't include year over year and quarter over quarter data in this because the year over year has got to be really impressive. Yes, I think. And so. uh, this is not their highest quarter ever. No, it's which, not. <laughs> um, is, is, is surprising. But then again, if you look at all of the uh, problems that have been happening with uh, supply chains and COVID, uh, it's not too surprising. But I mean, we, we uh, kind of got, have gotten used to Tesla setting record quarters every quarter. <laughs> yes. But uh, still, if you look at um, this, so this number uh, is still very impressive for how much growth they've had in the last year. Uh, do the math out of on uh, four quarters, and they're at least at uh, uh, they're going to be over a million for sure. And uh, we, we all have our guesses at what that'll be. Uh, at least 1.5 million is, uh, I, I think, uh, mark year above that. Uh, so, yeah, at least that much. That was our, our lowest bid uh, in the prices right game that we play every year, right? It'll be, yeah. So, uh, and Germany's online now, ramping up. Austin starting tomorrow online and ramping up. It'll be interesting to see how much those contribute. Oh, there we go. Yes. Did you find a year so, over year? So I, went, I went to the kings of charts. Inside awesome. EVs is always comparing these sort of things. Yeah. And so SNX is up over 100% at 14,218 versus zero. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and 3 and Y is up 61% uh, to, to 291,000. Uh, right. 89. Yeah, and that's uh, you know Tesla's guided for at least fifty percent growth, and and here they are crushing that. That's awesome. Yes, <laughs> that's incredible. And like here we can see uh, year over year over year. Look at that. Mm hmm. There's a is this twenty two? This is twenty two versus uh, twenty one. They are crushing it. Oh my goodness! Look, look at this. Look at this. They are within spitting distance of Q four. Three hundred and ten. Oh, 48 versus 308, uh, 650. Oh, this does look like it was a record quarter. The, the, uh, like record record, like more, most ever. Correct yeah, yeah, yeah. I am happy to be <laughs> wrong about they that. They squeaked it in. <laughs> yes, yeah. I thought that this was just under their uh, their previous high. Just over. Uh-oh, we lost Mark. <laughs> Bye, Mark. The, the Weefy got him again. We'll get him back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, that that's awesome. Absolutely. This, this is going to be an incredible year for... Tesla. Definitely. Yeah, uh, having David two new factories that... online, that's that's huge. Doubling exactly. the number of car factories they have. Yeah. David says that China is very strict and they will probably shut them down with these measures. Yeah, probably so. Uh, but the good thing is that they're they're flexible and they, they actually listen to reason and bargain. And yeah, they might still say no, but at least they give them a chance to say, hey, will this work? Uh, will this be uh, something acceptable to you guys? And, and they say yes or no. Versus saying, mm -hmm. hey, I'm going to cuss you on Twitter because I don't like what you <laughs> said, even though the governor and sheriff already said this is okay. Or well, the sheriff actually was one of the ones against them, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons Tesla's headquarters is now in Austin. This is true. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome back, Mark. All right, so uh, what was up next? We were talking about... Uh, you, you had another story for us there, Pat. Oh, yeah. All right, so... Um, I've got uh, two stories here and one all rolled together. All right. And uh, it's about Tesla's vision system. 
So um, the first one is a Tesla Vision. The camera only strategy for autopilot and FSD is now landing in Europe and the Middle East. So uh, Tesla has had uh, radar in their uh, vehicles in the past. And um, those uh, first came out of the three in the US and uh, later out of the refreshed Model S and X. And now vehicles going to other countries, uh, Europe and the Middle East, are going to be camera-based, pure vision approach only starting this month. Oh. And then yep. anybody in the beta, they turn your radar off. So uh, after my car mm -hmm. was uh, repaired, it was listing a little to the right for the first, like, five miles. <laughs> <laughs> Had to recalibrate. And it did. It did. And uh, mm -hmm. it came back, like, after that, like... The dancing lines. Remember, I'm on an old, like over a month old version of the beta, and my, the dancing lines were no longer dancing. And then, like the other lane, like the oncoming lane, like with most divided, would usually be a little bit fuzzy, like because it's not sure what's over there. It it was mm -hmm. very sure of what was in the other lane. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, cameras. We have put a lot of uh, decades of research into digital cameras. Uh, certainly our, our most advanced sensor that we've developed uh, technologically compared to uh, radar and LIDAR and others that um, uh, sure they're, they're being worked on and, and, you know, those sensors are available, but not to the level that cameras are because every one of our little mobile devices has, has these in here. And, uh, uh, and, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> or more than one, look at how many that they have there. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a spider. And, uh, <laughs> in fact, we restrict them to just the visible spectrum, mm -hmm. but by default, uh, they include infrared. And so um, now, UV? yeah, you can take these filters out and uh, use the entire spectrum that they uh, uh, can sense and see better than a human and um, have eight of them, three forward looking at different focal ranges, uh, eyes in the back of your head. So, um, the other story that goes along with this is uh, also from Tesla Roddy and it's titled Toyota adopts Tesla's camera only approach oh, to self-driving development. <laughs> yes. So Toyota has a subsidiary called Woven Planet and they're going to utilize this camera only approach for their self-driving project, joining Tesla and other companies in vision only strategies to advance itself in the race to autonomous driving. Uh, Woven Planet said it can use low-cost cameras to collect data and train a self-driving system utilizing a neural network, much like Tesla. So I thought that was interesting that uh, you know, when, when Tesla first did this, there was all this, oh, you're crazy. Yeah. No one else is doing it this way. Uh, that's, that's obviously horrible. And you're just creating a dangerous situation. And uh, now we're seeing that uh, some other it. people are realizing maybe that wasn't crazy. Maybe sensor fusion causes confusion, and then you don't know which sensor to trust. And if you have to pick one to trust anyway, why not pick the better one to trust? And then uh, if, if it can do so much more than uh, LiDAR or radar, then that's the one to go with. And, Cheaper uh, and lower power? Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, better sensing. You can, you can see another car's turn signal with camera. You can't do that with LiDAR. Um, there's this uh, the resolution is is much higher. Uh, there's all kinds of advantages that cameras have because we've spent so much other technology, uh, other markets have driven it. This is much like batteries, right? Yeah. The the batteries that are in cars today weren't developed for cars. No. They were developed for our other mobile devices, uh -huh. and the chemistry got so good that it could eventually do this. And so, trying to have the auto industry alone drive a technology, um, you're at a huge disadvantage. Yeah. And you brought up a good point about the um, the the resolution. People were saying, "Oh, they they're only 720p, blah blah blah." The 720p is is thousands of times, but well, not thousands, but you know, hundreds of times better than the than the resolution they were getting from radar. And and it's it's still probably better than than what they could get from an affordable lidar system. Yes, lidar can go higher, but uh, you're looking still at tens of thousands of dollars for a really good one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I just thought this was a cool, like, uh, you know, first they laugh at you and then they're now they're yeah. copying you. <laughs> but it, it's Toyota because they actually have the money to be able to do this and the engineering background. Uh, I'm curious how long it takes them to catch up because they're starting from scratch here. And 
Right. But, uh, you know, they can uh, get Tesla systems, uh, tear them down, figure out what they're doing. Uh, they can they can uh, use a lot of that to kickstart themselves. Yeah. And uh, Tesla's uh, open source their patents. Uh, they've exactly. talked about how they're doing uh, sensor emulation. So you can use a camera to emulate uh, distance and figure out through neural network processing things that you, data that you would only normally be able to get through more advanced, more ex expensive sensors. Right. That's all public information now. Yeah, and a lot of the chips are built and designed right there in Japan, so they, they have a slight advantage in this uh, catch-up game. And and unlike a lot of the other legacy OEMs, they're not hemorrhaging money. They're not at risk of going out of business anytime soon. So uh, they might they might be the next one to pull, pull this off. Unless Tesla keeps out selling Camrys, and then maybe they will be hemorrhaging money soon. <laughs> right, but again, comparing them to all the other fossils out there, they, they are... They're, in in the kings, <laughs> yeah, on top of the hill, yeah. right? Yeah, um, I mean, some of us. Mark, did you ever have a Prius? I know Casey, you had one. Uh, did you ever drive a Prius, Mark? Nope, oh, can't hear you. It was a thumbs anyway. up or a thumbs down <laughs> on the Prius. <laughs> whether you had one or not, not whether or not it's a good car. <laughs> don't want to upset anybody. Yes. he had one. Yeah, right. There we go. Yeah, so so. Uh, <laughs> Um, they were one of the, the, you know, the, the, the Prius was the alternative fuel vehicle of choice for a lot of us, because that was like the only one that was the Honda inside or maybe some others, but, uh, the Prius was, was the, the one that was really popular. And if Toyota would have continued down that path and had plug-in hybrids and, and EVs already, uh, th that would have shut the market out for a company like Tesla. But uh, they didn't. They sat on their laurels and they did not advance the ball. And now, now they're playing catch up, technologically. And uh, like you said, I mean, their volumes are still still huge, and they still get a pile of cash. So they can maybe this was part of their strategy was well, you know, let's wait until battery tech has been proven out by somebody else, and then we're not taking those risks, and then we can jump in when it goes mass market. Well, that mass market time <laughs> is happening right now. We're seeing. EV uh, interest as the price of gas spiked due to the happenings in Ukraine, um, that uh, interest in EVs is, is at an all-time high. And uh, even, as, even as makes fast it say, as they're being made, they can be sold. Yeah, even makes it say, oh, we're never doing electric, never doing hybrid, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, they're going electric by 2040. <laughs> and right. not just because it's the law, because uh, they, could, they could easily sell their, their handful of cars in the countries that didn't have the law and, and have been fine. And then David brings up a really good point about the training data. Tesla has been collecting this data since 2014, and, uh, and, and they have themselves a gigantic head start. You might even be able to call it a moat. Yes, yes, they do have a huge technological advantage. And, and data is so important to this. And everybody, this 60-so thousand, uh, more than that now, people that are in the beta, whenever something goes wrong, you know, they get this, they get video clips whatever it is, 10, 15, 20 seconds uh, from all the cameras. Uh, what happened? Let's put that into our an edge case. Let's put that into our training set. Um, next version hopefully fixes it. And I had a weird one today. Um, uh, just going straight down a road, um, coming to an intersection. My light is green. The car gets over into the turn lane. I'm like, well, you're supposed to go straight. Yeah. And there was a car sitting there in the turn lane. And then after it sat there for a couple seconds, I was thinking about correcting it. I'm like, I just want to see what it does because there was nobody behind me. And then it, it uh, got back in the lane. And then as it's like halfway into the lane, the forward collision alert goes off when there's nothing in front of me. I, so I took over and hit the little button and then put it back in and everything was fine. And there was never any danger, but it was just some weird behavior. And uh, I'm not sure what made it think it, like did they think that was a straight lane and there was a car there or the, and anyway um now they'll be able to analyze that and say okay no don't do the wrong thing here's what the right thing um and train the neural net to do the right thing in that case and it'll be better for everybody else a couple of good experiences with it uh, this week so remember again mine is months old uh, there was a car that was just uh, just tooling along at a glacial pace it was nowhere near the speed limit and uh, and my turn was coming up and the car did what I would have done. It, it moved over, passed the fool, come back, and then made the turn. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then, then another one was um, a pedestrian just popped out of nowhere, a uh, jaywalker. And <laughs> I was ready to take over, but before I could move my foot, it had already started to slow down gracefully. 
I was awesome. prepared to take over more aggressively because I knew how long it took my foot to move. But while I was moving it, it was, it was doing the right thing. Uh, and then there were a couple of cases where it always messes up a particular turn or, or, or does something wrong. And, and a couple of those, it did the right thing once or twice and then went back to doing the wrong thing. But clearly something happened on the server end, even though I didn't get the new software, uh, something came back to my car. It's downloading gigabytes a day, uploading gigabytes a day. So there's something in there. And that was, that was, that made me feel good about, about, I'm like always submitting these things, but like if I'm months old, is it worth the effort? Apparently, yes, it is. Still keep submitting those reports, even if you're on an old build. See what you're missing out on, Mark? You should have this FSD stuff. It's fun. <laughs> I hear it just got to Canada. <laughs> That's right. Yes, yes. I'm sure there are some other people in the uh, Waterloo region that are enjoying having it in your club there. Yes. In fact, you guys get priority. Like the people in the U.S. aren't, aren't really getting new members in, but... Uh, some of some of the uh, Canadians that were you know get their perfect hundreds and the ninety nines they're they're making their way in. Right, I saw somebody on Twitter complaining about that. They're like, "Hey, I've had a hundred for a week now. How come I haven't got it?" And then there was a chart of uh, yeah of new admissions to the program. I'm not sure how they were getting this data, but but it showed that it was all all the recent additions were from Canada. <laughs> yes, nice. and yeah. it makes sense. They they don't want to uh, admit too many people until they can digest all the input. And, uh, so it's too like, bad. Yeah. Like the um, trolley that Mark was talking about last week. That's, that's a really interesting edge case. Right. Yeah. Toronto, uh, with their, uh, light rail system. Yeah. Yeah. And we've all seen, uh, the problems that it's had in Seattle, um, <laughs> with, with the, pylons. <laughs> yeah. And, and that weird, they, they have a, a, a a lane that has this, it's holding up some elevated train or something. And uh, yeah. yeah, so th this is this is why it's going to take a long time and a lot of data to get through all these edge cases. And uh, in the normal case, it's usually great, but there are edge cases everywhere, weird intersections, right. weird roads, uh, different conventions in different areas. Uh, th there was one, um, somebody was talking about how uh, it, they're part of the uh, country when it snows, on the roads that are less traveled, everybody just drives down the middle. And then nice. if somebody's coming, then you guys slowly pass each other on your lane, but then you go back to driving in the middle. But autopilot wasn't doing that. It was trying to drive in its lane on the right side of the road because that seems pretty reasonable. But if that's the, if they only plow the center and that's the only safe place to drive, uh, then it's going to need to learn that behavior and, and change for that region um, because that's what's normal there. Exactly. Yes, Derek. <laughs> Yeah, definitely the, the, the Wi-Fi is giving me a problem, indeed. <laughs> so I found an interesting picture while I was browsing the interwebs today. And uh, so this is the Tesla Fremont track, and, and, and that is not a Tesla there. What? what? Yeah. This is going to provide Tesla Lucid. It is a Lucid Air. So it looks like they're benchmarking it on their own track. So, like the other day, we saw a uh, a Model S being benchmarked, Model S Plaid being benchmarked by GM, and now we see Tesla is, is just scoping out the Lucid Air just to kind of see what the competition's up to. Uh, somebody pointed out that I didn't realize this, and the thought didn't even cross my mind that GM might have been benchmarking not the Plaid against their trucks, but the uh, FSD Beta versus the uh, GM Super, Super Cruise. Cruise. Well, what's mm -hmm. the other one? Ultra Cruise. Ah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and this, this yeah, is exactly yeah. what we want to see. Yeah. We want competition, right? Exactly. Um, Plaid came out uh, arguably in direct response to um, which vehicle was it? Um, the Porsche Taycan. Yes. And how uh, it was kicking butt on the Nurburgring. And uh, so uh, and, and back then, the Model S had some issues where if you pushed it really hard on a track like that um that it could overheat and then the second time you'd be thermally limited and so uh now the palladium project solved all of that and yes. uh now the, the plaid vehicles uh kick ass on the nurburgring so uh here's one where uh the lucid air has more range um musk tweeted that Tesla could have made a 600 mile mile vehicle, but you lose handling and um, uh, have other, it, it, the cost would be high. So they chose not to. 
but right. um, uh, maybe there's a market for that, and maybe they'll come out with a vehicle that that is an extended range and not just the long range. Right. And uh, it won't it won't have as good of a zero to sixty or or uh, handling properties, uh, maybe. But uh, if, if range if you need that much range for whatever your uh, needs are and you're willing to pay for it, that. Uh, so after they finish this analysis, maybe they'll make some changes to their roadmap. We'll see. Perhaps. And then we also noticed that the Lucid Air has more power than the Model S Plaid, but yet it still loses on, on drag races. So maybe there's some other batteries. lessons we learned there. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So I've got yeah. some bad news before, um, before uh, Patrick gives us some more good news. Uh, so over in France, uh, Starlink was approved previously. And, well, some environmental groups have uh, objected. Uh, they said that um, that the uh, these these two environmental organizations said that uh, that there was no public consultation before the approval was given. Starlink was given two frequencies in France, and, uh, and the court said that since the service could impact the market access to high high bandwidth internet and affect the interests of users, public consultations were required by law. And this just feels to me like some more of the uh, the um, incumbent shenanigans that we see in the other Musk companies um, as they go into new markets. And when you, when you when you look at what what Starlink does, how tight the beam is, and and the fact that they're they're just asking for two frequencies and they were unused in France, it just it just doesn't feel right. I mean, I, I do agree with doing it the right way. Make sure you do hold the public uh, hearings, but maybe maybe it was like a, a COVID lock or something why they didn't have it. It'll be interesting to see if it does get reinstated or not. Hopefully it does, yeah. Because I know there's got to be farmers in France that have crappy internet. Right. And if it's an <laughs> environmental group, why are they? This doesn't seem like some of the um, environmental groups that had concerns in Germany, that kind of made sense. But, uh, yeah, At least there was something we, physical we, to object to. Right. I mean, we <laughs> argued that some of them might have been AstroTurf groups, uh, and, and maybe that's the case here too. I haven't looked into it. I don't know them, yeah. but uh, what uh, if the same ones? Yeah, that would be interesting <laughs> to see uh, who funds these groups. Uh, right. That was exactly, um, David. Where is the environment in fact impacted with this? <laughs> right. Would you rather have them trenching fiber and and cutting through uh, forests to to run these cables, or would you rather that they just point a dish at the sky and uh, not take out owl habitat to 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 get internet run? Right. <laughs> This, yeah, this so I point out that the rural areas must really love this, uh, and then also that's a good point that Starlink is less impactful than 5G as far as because 5G is just blasting out all the time, whereas the the Starlink is pointed straight up and it's kind of really low wattage. Right. Yes. We, we need to follow this one for later. I'm curious. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, like Mark said, uh, we will definitely be following this to to see how it plays out. Definitely. And so then you, you had um, you showed us a, a photo. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. the final story that I brought today, and we've kind of touched on this uh, already some. Um, so this is, uh, you're going to share it here? Uh, so uh, this is go. from Tesla Roddy. And um, just these are some vehicles that Tesla has ready to go for tomorrow's event. They've Those got them under wraps. The and yeah, there's two of them that are pretty obviously Cybertrucks. And um, look, look how big they are compared to the, even the semi. Like, right. They are substantial. Cybertruck that of the semi is pushed all the way back. Not which a it small doesn't look vehicle. like it's next to the X. Look how big it is compared to the X. the X. The X looks like a toy next to the semi. And, and, and <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, under the uh, gray tarp there, that looks like a Roadster. Yeah, a new one. Yeah? yeah, I don't know if it's yeah, they're about done, they're about done with the original, aren't they? <laughs> they don't even repair them. Um, and then yeah, but having some like apps, be... if they had something talking about like the history of Tesla and, the, and uh, they, they could, could they that. could have it could be either. It's too um, big to be the original. Yeah. The original is tiny. It looks this, this small. one in the blue. Yeah, looks the like original be... looks like a Matchbox car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one in what's... blue looks like it might be the um, like the you know how they always. Well, not always, but you know how these these manufacturers and engineers always have ones like got the the cutaway demo that, that, that looks like that one might be that. Oh yeah, 
I was wondering what all those colors on the side are. Yeah. yeah. That or it's graffiti like like in Berlin. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm really curious what's going to be what's going to be unveiled tomorrow. Um, yeah. Yeah, cuz there's there's several vehicles in that photo. There's a- event tomorrow starts at uh, 4 p.m. Uh, Texas time and runs till midnight. So uh, you can expect uh, some certainly some tweets as we start getting some information of people on site and checking out the exhibits uh, that Tesla has been setting up uh, at uh, Texas uh, for the last week. Right. If you're there and uh, you uh, take some cool photos or whatever, tweet it at us at the Tesla life on Twitter. That would be cool. So uh, Google Rodney points, Rodney points out that, um, that, um, that uh, the French rockets, uh, what happened was uh, Bezos came through and, 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 and bid on all the available rockets that were not named uh, SpaceX and, right. and uh, <laughs> tied up the market. So they already, they already had locked down a whole series of rockets and weren't sharing with anybody. Like people were trying to ask him, hey, can we give you this much to let one or two of them go? They, they expanded it. So, so the Kuiper Project and, and other Bezos Enterprises now are uh, using up all the other non-SpaceX, non-Blue Origin rockets uh, because Blue Origin hasn't built an engine yet. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, so space is getting really competitive if, 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 you're, if you're a SpaceX competitor, especially uh, when you look at some of the other options would use uh, Ukrainian and Russian-built engines. So like the, the engine would be built in one place and the bell would be built in the other. And it, the two places that build your engine are fighting right now. Kind of, kind of hard to get what you need from them. There was another case where the uh, the rocket body was built. Not in much Ukraine. tech support there. Right, right. <laughs> uh, I've, I've got a, a piece of art software I use for for my photos, and they're 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 like, sorry guys, sorry, this is taking so long. We're we're in Ukraine. This is a little bit of current events going on right now. And I'm like, dudes, get it when you get it. You got more important things to do than make my pictures look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> You are a reasonable person. Uh, Absolutely. You're probably like one of the few. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, let's see. Uh, expensive way to catch up to Starlink. Absolutely, Hockey Day. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it, it makes sense to put the, the satellites up when you have your own rocket. But, but yeah. buying everybody else's is going to be so expensive. Absolutely. SpaceX has a, a massive uh, price advantage there when they uh, are using their own stuff. That's for sure. They've already done 12 launches this yeah. year. Is that right? Yes. Uh, yeah, they they so... said they had 60, so more than one a week is planned for the year. Wow. Yeah. In fact, they've got one going up Friday. <laughs> now, that one's a crew vehicle, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Yes. Another crew vehicle. When, when, do, when do you think uh, Starship will... Uh, start deploying satellites that's another story we didn't bring to the table so they are done building crew dragon there are no more new new crew dragons planned right now they they're only going to refurbish the existing ones and uh so it's looking like probably a month or two to get um the the environmental um uh review done for 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 texas and then they can go ahead and start launching the test articles for uh for star for starship and the fact that they've canceled building the, the new Crew Dragon shows a little bit of confidence, doesn't it? Because they, they built right. six, and there's four in service still. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Timothy well, says hello. Musk never uh, puts pressure on people to get things done. Oh, never, no, never. Right? He, he, would, he would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah, yeah, having those deadlines uh, pushes people to deliver. SLS slowly launches. They could be because uh, right, right now there, there was a, a photo of two uh, crew vehicles on the pad in Canaveral. One is SLS and one is Crew Dragon. That hasn't been done in over thirteen years. When, I think they were probably both shuttles back then. Yeah. So, has SLS actually launched? I haven't been following it, but I, I know they so. had delay after delay after delay. Nope. Yeah, they, they had their wet dress rehearsal last week. Nope. This week. Hasn't launched yet. Right, and then the Orion capsule had had they were first to to get their test flight up, but they failed it miserably. And then another time they tried to go up to redo their test, and then that one failed the checkouts. And uh, hmm. it's, it's it's been a bit disappointing watching them. Uh, and then Hockey says Crew Friday shortly after the ISS launch. All right, 
Sweet. <laughs> American broomstick. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was still pretty cool when, when they called that out on the uh, on the launch. They said, uh, that's what American broomstick can do. <laughs> yes, that was. All right, do we have any more stories today? Or, uh... um, actually, yes. Okay, because so, we're getting uh, near the end here of their hour. That we are. Um, unlike my show, we're not going to run on for hours and hours. We're going <laughs> to stick to our deadline. Uh, my show, I go until the stories are done. This show, we go until the time is done. <laughs> so uh, on 2022.8.3 uh, Tesla updates, we're looking at a couple of interesting uh, updates that came that I wanted to, to, to kind of go over and engage you guys' um, feelings on. So they've got more accurate charge time estimation by uh, taking into account the battery battery pack's temperature while you're charging at a supercharger or DC fast charger of another non-Tesla. That Uh, is very cool. And getting those estimates right um, gives you more confidence for the whole trip when you're on a road trip. Um, Yeah, getting range estimates right, getting charging time estimates right. Yeah, especially you don't want to end up getting slower and slower behind schedule unless it was something like sudden traffic. You don't want it to be because the, the thing lied to you about how much time it was going to take, even exactly. if it's inadvertent. Yep. Uh, another another one that I really appreciate because of the way that my wife and I load guys, our vehicle. Guys, I ha- I have to, I have to say with 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 the actual charging on the road, yeah. it is so easy. It is. it is so quick that you're not done going to the washroom and getting a drink before your car is already prompting you in the restaurant. That it's ready or it's about you don't to be move. ready. Elon's going to charge you a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Idle fees coming. It's, it, yes, it is such a smooth way to operate. Like it's it's incredible. Uh, again, on this trip, I've just experienced it again today. That uh, you just it's it's so easy. Uh, there's no thinking involved. You just tell it where you want to go, and it lays the trip out perfectly. It keeps to the proper times. And it lets you know when you're going to arrive, what state of charge you will have when you arrive, and you can make adjustments as you see fit. But uh, typically, you don't have to do anything. It's that smooth. Absolutely. Yeah, um, that's Tesla's one of their many big advantages right now is that this can be your only vehicle because you can do road trips with it. You can. Uh, a lot of EVs are, are great for commuter vehicles, running errands, um, and, and that's awesome if that's your use case. I encourage you to ha- get a vehicle for that. But if you also want to be able to do road trips, um, the other networks are just not as good yet. I mean, they're working on them, and I hope they get better. And I, you know, I want everybody to drive an EV. And they don't all have to drive Teslas. You can drive whatever EV you want. Exactly. Uh, but uh, right now, if uh, there's a lot of people... We were just talking about how interest in EVs has, has shot up. And um, Tesla's the one that I'm recommending. And they're like, oh, but they're expensive. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you don't have to pay this and that and the other thing. And um, you can, yeah, it's, uh, there's, in my opinion, the, the best solution for most people right now is a Tesla. Absolutely. So, so then the next one that is pretty helpful for the way that my wife and I load our car is we precondition the car and then we load it up. And... Um, as soon as you open the door and then close it, it would previously just turn the air back off. So now you get into a hot or cold car. When um, now what's going to happen is is it'll give you up to thirty minutes after you preconditioned it and opened a door that it will keep preconditioning the car while you load it up, which is nice. Yeah. So this especially we just took a ski trip uh, in February, and um, uh, so it, I would start the preconditioning that morning, and then I have to you know load bags in there and skis in there, and it would keep shutting it off. So this is an awesome feature, and I'm glad they finally did it. Yeah, and then um, uh, the next one coming up is the active phone calls. You'll not be able to hide the phone call card. So if you are on, like, a conference call or something, and it's going to be a long one, you don't want that hanging out there. You can just swipe it away, which is nice. Uh, Mark is yeah, because it covered some things, right? Like uh, it might have – yeah. Uh, yeah, so if, if it's in the way and blocking the camera view for um, – when you're doing a turn, it pops up that, that yeah, so this is another smart one. Absolutely. Uh, David says, Mark is dead on. Superchargers are miles ahead of the other systems, especially in that user experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then David asked, uh, Derek asks, uh, are we able to view dash cam video on the screen? Um, yeah, but I don't know if, uh, if they fix the bug where it doesn't always work. Uh, a ton of California agree with you, Patrick. <laughs> uh, and let's see, uh, so the active phone calls on the SNX will now be displayed in the status bar at the top of the touchscreen. That's nice, because on the SNX with the vertical screen, it's, it's, it's a bit of a reach sometimes. 
if you're trying to keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> First world problem. My screen right? is so big, I have to reach away. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it from the safety angle. because you don't want I to take know. Uh, just having some fun with you. If you speak, if you speak and read checks, uh, that is now an option on, on this version for SX3 and Y. Uh, the boombox features are now only available when parked, so this one is, uh, if you're on the beta, they, they caught that up to everybody to comply with that recall that was done by yep. the, uh, the the fun haters. The fun haters. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, it's not making it, like, actually, they were more than compliant, because they actually made noise in reverse and in forward, and now, and now mm. you know, you know, everybody else only makes it in, in reverse. It's, it's interesting. Um, Autopilot speed indicator. So now when you're messing with the speed from the scroll wheel, you actually get a little uh, indicator arrow saying up or down right there so you can be sure if you accidentally brushed it, take a quick glance to see if anything changed. Because uh, that could be important if you just gave it a good old swipe and you were trying to get the volume and you accidentally slowed or sped up the car. That could be a ticket. <laughs> mm. uh, on that scroll wheel, I've noticed yeah. uh, with FSD, if I lower the speed, it doesn't always slow down like it did in just it, autopilot. It, it will eventually. Uh, I also noticed that if it if it if it chooses to slow down, say it saw a speed sign, and it's like I'm going this fast now. It's instant. But if we ask it, it's more like a request. Ah, uh, if you right. don't mind, at some point, could you get down maybe another ten miles an hour, please? I think that they should like if you've gone more than five or ten <laughs> miles an hour from from what it's trying to do, they should treat it like the speed limit just changed on its own. Yeah, yeah. It should <laughs> it should act the same way that autopilot does. Yeah. Especially if like I'm looking ahead and I see a red light in vehicles. Okay, well if I slow down. 10 miles an hour now, then yeah. I'll be able to get there when it gets red and, and just go right on through and I can time that. But, but it's just like, I'm going to go the speed limit until I get there and then right. I'm going to stop and then I'm going to go. Well, no, yeah. I'd rather not do that. Just slow down a little bit now, but it won't let me. Exactly. Uh, and then this other one here, faster backup camera is actually a recall. I, I mentioned this, I don't know if I mentioned it here or on my show, but either way, I woke up to a email from the government that there is a potential recall on the cars and what it said and I looked, and my car actually was in the potentially included, which doesn't always happen. And uh, what it is is on, on some of the latest updates on version 11, uh, the backup camera doesn't come on fast enough to be in compliance. And so now Tesla has made some changes to make sure when you pop it in reverse that that, that, that app gets uh, priority and pops up faster on the screen so they are uh, compliant again. But again, that was another one of those ones where the government said, why don't you just uh, turn your head if the camera doesn't work? <laughs> I love it when, when, when even the government has to give you a practical response rather than just, ah, the sky is falling. Uh, yeah. This was definitely a problem on our car before we got the computer upgrade. Same. Uh, it, it, it would take seconds after going in reverse. We would, we would have The boxes would be the black or pink. Yes. Which, yeah. And, and then eventually the cameras would come up. So, yeah, That's I'm right. glad that's fixed. Me too. Because uh, the whole reason it's there is, is the reason it's a requirement is a couple senators ran over their, their grandchildren. And uh, I was, that's not the not only in reason. Tesla's. Not in Teslas, but in, in other cars. And, and, and that, this, this has been happening uh, all around a lot. But it, it, what, what prompted it like, to get some more focus was that when it actually affected the, the legislators. And that's when, this is real. We should do something about it. And so they did. Uh, the last final thing isn't really documented, but it, it further gets you ready for the cloud profiles. So, like, mm -hmm. if you're in a loner, like I was the other day with, when my camera was getting, uh, camera cables were getting worked on, uh, perhaps my car would have moved over my driver profile, the mirrors, the radio, and all of that. That would have been nice. Definitely. And that's, that's what we've got today. Very cool. It doesn't even have to be cloud. It could just be in your app, and then whatever car right. you attach your phone to, it, it but whatever, yeah, this is a yeah. cool feature, and I'm glad they're working on it. And it'll be great for the rentals. Uh, if, you, if you can just hop into a Hertz and it knows all your favorites and uh, has all your favorite podcasts, like the Tesla Life, right yes. there. <laughs> right there on TuneIn. <laughs> okay, well, this has been a great show. We're over time. So, uh, Mark, before you lose Wi-Fi again, what, uh, what would you like to plug? It's like talking to Mark with well, uh, if you with haven't the news. already. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't already, uh, please follow us on our Twitter feed at the Tesla Life, as well as our Facebook feed, the Tesla Life Numeral One, and uh, we will update uh, tomorrow uh, as the big event happens. And uh, we're looking forward to what answers we get. And I certainly want to thank Patrick and Casey for running the show today uh, while I'm out remotely. And uh, really appreciate you guys' help, and uh, we will uh, be back to normal next
We'll be ready for it. You're going to have some pictures and reports for us, for sure. <laughs> All right, Casey, what's going on with you? So, uh, as I mentioned, I, I did a uh, Rivian delivery video, so you can check that out at youtube.com slash Casey Green. That's K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. And uh, I found out that the noise stunner that I use here on the show now, I can pipe my audio through that. So we may have a solution to the lithium battery video, so it's not uh, too far off from the vision versus what it was looking like before. So hopefully you'll check that out. And uh, Patrick's going to tell us about some Fs. No, that's right. Yes. So... Uh... <laughs> Uh, we are here enjoying the Tesla life, trying to expand the Tesla life so that we want to bring around a future free from fossil fuels. We want to go beyond oil, beyond oil. And uh, oil. Texas is, is, is oil country. And uh, tomorrow, a little bit of it will go beyond oil, which is uh, why I'm wearing this shirt today. Um, so, hey, I hope you all enjoyed our show and uh, join us all the all, this week we'll be posting all news on our uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter feeds. And I'd like to thank Lee Moon for our theme music, which you can start now. And uh, tune in next week. Join us to find out what's going on in the Tesla life. Stay positive, test negative, 